podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening and welcome to the Chels. Oh my, somebody returned to Stamford Bridge and somebody left a little unhappy. To discuss the whole events of last night, we have our honourable and venerable leader, Mr. Philip Daniels. Good evening. That's very, very... That's like question time. It was very uh, learned. (laughs) And now, will he be as learned with his good evening? It's Mr. Seb Fontaine. Good evening. Oh, my Lord, it is. And, and again... And well, it's all about question time. Well, well that, that twit's been on question time, hasn't he? That, uh, he plays for Burnley now. Who's that? Uh, he played for Rangers, Burnley. He plays Joey for... Joey Barton? Joey Barton's been on question time, hasn't Has he? he? Has yeah. he really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What was that? All about how to hurt people? No, but, you know, he's, he's an intellectual. <laughs> he's opinionated, is, I think is what it is. <laughs> There's a slight difference. Yeah. I mean, it is extraordinary that he sort of does all those questioning quizzical things on Twitter, doesn't yeah. he, and trying to make himself... It's amazing how he gets signed up by a football team, isn't it? Too intelligent, you mean? I, I, I don't I know what know. I, well, I didn't realise he'd gone to Burnley after Rangers. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he's, 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 he's there. Yeah. He's there now. Plays every week, doesn't he? He does play every week. But anyway, um, what games have we got to talk about now? What happened last week? Nothing in mid West Ham. West Ham. No, we because that was on the Monday. Oh, you've talked about, about West Ham. about West Ham. So we've got nothing to talk about then. Nothing. So thanks ever so much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> no, we have the re-arrival of Jose last night with Man United. Now... Correct me if I'm wrong, but everyone built this up into a big mammoth sort of vendetta game. How did you think that all panned out? Did you think Jose got the kind of reception he would have expected for his second coming this week, if you pardon the expression? Well, I mean, it, I mean, it was just, it was pretty kind of standard stuff from Mourinho, really, wasn't it? I mean, that's what he does. It's the theatre of Mourinho, isn't it? Yeah. He, he brings a team, they... They looked like they had quite, you know, for what they could put out, they put out a good side, you know, that was good enough. They did all right for a bit. And we started getting on top, didn't we? Before the sending off, this is. Yeah, when Pepper De Gea made two amazing saves. Yeah, before. We could have been two up. So, you know, he can't complain about that too much. And uh, they were niggly, weren't they? You know what? I've got to be really honest. He's a hard man to like when he's not your own manager, yeah, is he? Yeah, he is. He he's is. really, you know, he's got no class. He's a he's a moaning, miserable bastard. You know, I really, <laughs> he really is. And you know what? He turned up last night and they quite clearly had a game plan and that was to kick us off the pitch. And, you know, it's in, and I, I, at first, I, when the fans turned on him, called him Judas, I was, I was thinking, that's really strong. That's really kind of not fair. And then I watched the game again today. I recorded it last night. I watched it today. And I was thinking, you know what? You did turn up and literally tried to hurt our players. And, I, and, and there was something about him today I didn't like. And you know what? I don't feel so sorry for him. Interesting. I, I quite like that. I, I, I couldn't sing along with all the, the Jose songs. Not out of any... Because you, you were a bit concerned that... Well, you people, just can't sing in tune, can you? 
Well, no, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I'm shocked, offended, and it's just not true. I can, I can sing any chill song in a tune that a lot of the people around me sing it in. Yeah, you know, but you were saying that there was a lot of people going, "Oh, you can't sing that sort of thing about Josie, weren't you?" Yeah, I mean, it was half and half. I mean, you know, no one really. It was a bit smiley down there yesterday because. Uh, the argument never got going, really, whether you liked him or not, because Chelsea was so dominant. So mm. it was it, everybody was in quite good spirits, really. So the fuck off Mourinho's, you know, just... Uh, I, I never I, sang I think, it, but quite a few people did. A lot of the younger, a lot of the younger members, I felt, sang it more than the older members. He's quite grating. You know what? If you haven't got that history, I can see what the younger members... I, I've got to, I, I kind of take exception to the word Judas because he was sacked. He didn't turn, you know, although I think he's already had one, he's always had one eye on that job. But and I, I think the word Judas was a little bit undermining, a bit nasty. But I, I, I quite when they're singing "You're Not So Special Anymore," I've, you know, I, you know, I could have had a little clap to that. <laughs> well, that was kind of funny as well. If you yeah, can't but, take it, don't yeah. give it out. I mean, I think Mourinho can handle whatever we yeah. give him. And he really. has been winding us up a bit this week. You know, yep. he's gone on about the fans. He did it after the game last night. He went on about. How fantastic the Man U fans oh, were! He loves all that. He does. It? He loves <laughs> it, even when it's over and he's dead and buried. He is. St- he is a bit like the ending of Carrie, isn't he? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He's always going to grab you by the ankle and have one last word. But um, no, I, I thought it. I thought it was a very interesting game because, you know, we we expected one thing and got another from United. United didn't try and just play any sort of game that we're used to seeing United play. I think they tried to toughen no, it out. No, I fancied them boot, uh, get, being hard against us. I was nervous. I, uh, that could have gone... E- even when they're down at 10 men, you know, we only got one goal. There was, you know, one lucky boot up. You know, it's happened to us before. You know, even at 80 minutes, I was thinking... Oh, David Louise loses his nut for once. And yeah. <laughs> Rashford's away. That was old <laughs> Louise, wasn't it? It yeah. was old Louise, and then it was kind of old Cahill getting sort of absolutely yeah. slaughtered. Well, he just face. didn't know which way to go, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you saw his number from any angle in the ground because poor Gary had to do a 360. I, I think it was frustration last night. It, that wasn't our, you know, it wasn't the best of us. I mean, passing the ball around the, the opponent's penalty area for 20 minutes is not the most exciting thing in the world, is well, it? Well, and plus Costa, whenever there's a kind of Argentinian centre-half or a, a <laughs> yeah. South American centre-half, yeah, it becomes this... The reverting to the old Costa. It, it just reverts back to him playing this guy, you know, yeah. them having a, a, a whole punch-up and he doesn't bother about the game so much as... Yeah, I, it, I, I thought Vendetta was... going with his... With, what was his name? Rocco. Rocco. Who, you know... Dirty bastard, but he ain't a bat. He's a typical Mourinho. Mourinho would like him. You know what? I, I wanted to bring something up about his stamp earlier on, right? So I Googled it. I saw dirty, t- or a horror tackle, Rocco. You've never seen such a search history. There's thousands of them. You know, it's there, Ben's Palace against. Apparently, you know, he's a nasty old bastard. He is. Yeah, he is. He, uh, yeah, I've got some Argentinian friends, and they said, oh, they'll enjoy him at United when he signed. Uh, he's not much of a footballer, but he's half dirty. Oh, I quite no, I quite like him. I quite like the way he played yesterday. <laughs> he's a bit old-fashioned. He's a bit old-fashioned. Bit Mickey Troy. And he um, he kept going when a lot of I looked at some of them Man United players yesterday. They sort of give up the the, the ghost a little bit, but he kept going. Him and Smalling. I mean, the defence played all right, but we sort of. 
run out of ideas a bit, got a bit bored with it. Well, like, it's the way. ten men behind yeah. the ball. I mean, it's, it's you know what? It's, I, I know the bloke I was sitting next to, he was like, yes, they got a man sent off. I was like, oh, here goes the game. You know, it's never a good game. You know, they were going to oh, they were going to try and style it out to penalties. That you know, that it was they're going to try and kill the game. That's what was going to happen. There was one bloke who, more than anybody, I think, wanted Man U to equalise, and that was Batshuayi. Because he came on with 15 seconds to go. I thought, he's going to stick it in his own goal so he can get half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, he must wonder, you know, what... This is like a great lost year, isn't it? I mean, he is like the Marie Celeste of football, you know, because... He, he You've just, got to have the most fake smile on coming on for 15 seconds yeah. and trying to pretend that you're not absolutely livid. Be interesting to see what, yeah, I, and it would be interesting to see what happens with him through the summer, whether they ship him out or whether they go right. Your second season, you're going to be much better. It'll all work out because you know we still don't even know what he is. But I think that's part of a bigger conversation about are the club going to back Conti to the hilt now about buying him the players he needs, he wants. You know, in all fairness, they didn't do that, Mourinho. You know, and that's partly why he was so petulant in that season where it all went tits up. But they didn't. You know, they didn't get him who he wanted. They, you know, they've that we've all moaned about the workings in the club and who's buying the players and not, you know, and buying some very random players that never even see the light of day at Stamford Bridge. Mm. And and that needs to stop. That needs to stop. We need to buy the players that we need for the manager or the manager wants. Well we have two types of buyers, don't we? We have the money buys, buys and the, the money and buys investment and the, buys. Yeah, exactly. So you know but I think I think it's it's very interesting, you know, the, the way we sort of work with different players, and some work out, some don't. And when you're just talking about, you know, when it all went wrong for Mourinho last season, I read this thing. I think it was in the Standard tonight, which I thought was a very interesting point. That after last year in October, in last season, um, Hazard was dropped for the Villa game, and afterwards Mourinho said basically he hinted at. He doesn't have the heart. He doesn't have the bottle. He's not really up to it. And this reporter was saying that he thought that, um, in fact, I'll tell you his name because he deserves, I think it's a very interesting point. He was basically saying that, um, you know, it was that moment that finished it for Chelsea because Hazard never got his trust back from Mourinho and vice versa. Tony Evans in the standard who said it. And I think, you know, once you lose a player, you're never going to get it back. So Hazard last night, I mean, he was he was full of tricks and turns. Mm. I thought he was amazing and actually seemed to enjoy being clattered. But do you think Mourinho, by slagging Hazard off last, last year, that was really when the rot set in? Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I mean, it must be. I mean, Hazard uh, suffered last year, didn't he? Whether, you know, it was from early doors, whether it was his fault or Mourinho's fault, um, he didn't play well last year, did he? And he's a different player this year. He just took the... I mean, they couldn't get near him yet. I mean, the way he turned them yesterday, anybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, even the big blokes, he's, you know, that big arse of his. Mm. And uh, <laughs> We talked about that last week. Uh, did you? His Those magnificent <laughs> glutes on that flying machine. I think it was... William's got some glutes as well, hasn't he? And what do we think of William's new cornrow hairdo? Awful. Didn't like it. I thought it was. Mal- I thought we'd bought Maluda back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we don't like it, uh, Sam. Oh, okay. Because he's a funny player, isn't he? Because he's not this season. He's not hit the heights, but because he's such a pro, he just does it. He tries his hardest and does enough, doesn't he? 
It's funny, isn't it? This was our best player last year, and he's the one player who can't get in the side regularly this but year. Pedro's upped his game, and Pedro's been exceptional. Sure. Uh, it, it's Pedro that's kept him out. Yeah. No, I think that's true. But, I mean, he must look at... Whoa. One year ago, I was the best player in this club. But he was playing every week, and now he's not playing every week. But he does, you know, he didn't look great last night. I don't think. I mean, although some of his uh, his corners, which can be very lacking, were brilliant last night. He, he well, he's better, some good uh, better than in. Fabregas taking corners. God yeah. Almighty! No, it was. A, it was. I, I thought it was a, a pretty decent performance, and I thought even though Man U put ten behind the ball, we still got shots in and things. We still found ways through, which perhaps. Earlier in the season and last year, we weren't doing yeah, it the same Yeah, Costa way. should have scored the header, shouldn't he? I mean, yeah. We, I, was, we would, I was listening to uh, the radio on the way here, and there's a lot of disgruntled Man U fans about the Herrera's second yellow card. And it, it was like, you're lucky to have eight men on the pitch, really. I mean, Rocco Stamp, and I thought Valencia's two-footed lunge on Kante is, was a career-ending tackle. The fact that it went between his legs, I mean, he was, was just lucky. You know, if that had connected, that could have broken any bone in his leg. I mean, and how are they lucky to have eight he, men on the pitch, let alone He fouled ten. about six times in a row as well, Valencia. I thought the ref was a bit lenient, but the trouble with the sending off was the first guy should have got a yellow card card and the foul just beforehand so Phil the ref Jones. yeah so the ref was all wound up wasn't he I think I think he basically said enough enough anymore you're going to get a card and then idiot boy Herrera kick four seconds later <laughs> lashed out and kicked him out. it wasn't that bad of a yellow card but it's like the ref was like I've, I've just warned you all yeah. I have literally just told you did Jose, stop did Jose kicking go mental did he, he about it? Yeah, he did. He didn't say anything on TV because he's actually... No, he smiled. He yeah. smiled like like everyone's against him. Oh, there it is, the knife in the back. No, he left you know, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I went and shook the hand of the referee and said yeah, he yeah. had a good game. He left Chelsea with a home tie in the Champions League when did, he went. Did you, although, you know, yeah. last time last time we had uh, Mourinho patronising Conte and telling him how he shouldn't or, or shouldn't react when you're scoring goals against him. Do you see Conte this time... In his face, virtually spitting, screaming at Mourinho, had to be separated by the fourth official. I know. I mean, it, it, he did want to show. lost it. Well, but, you know, if you look at yeah, Conte, no. he's got a reputation in, in uh, yeah, Italy. Yeah, in Italy, yeah. He's not afraid to have a bit of a dust up. And, and it was nice to see it last night. Oh, so we nice see the to true see colours. Yes. He can be as vile as anyone. We love it. But you know, Cuz he's our he's our vile person. He's our vile person. No one else is. And and that's the way we like it. Um but I also think that whole foul thing it didn't matter who made the next foul. It was going on Hazard. It was a, specifically about the whole team had targeted Hazard. Yeah. They were taking it in terms. They had a, like a rotor going on who <laughs> should who should kick him. And Herrera was just so dumb. Any other time, any other game, that is never a booking. But in that situation, after you've just told everyone, called a captain, said, you've got to stop it on Hazard, at least for a while, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, but four seconds is not long enough. And it wouldn't have mattered if he'd have tapped him on the shoulder, you know, pulled his shirt or whatever. Whoever was going to do it was going to go. So yeah. I think it, it, you no know what? It, it was his own stupid fault. It was, yeah. He's on a yellow. He's on a yellow. And then he does it to the same player again four seconds after the whole team has had a warning about not attacking that, not uh, fouling that player. I mean, it was ridiculous. Interestingly about Herrera, Herrera never used to have that in his game until he hooked up with Mourinho. Mourinho's but, definitely got it in his game. Yeah, I know, for sure. He, he wants it. Maybe 
as you we were talking earlier, you know, we never saw Matter make an appearance. And I thought it was going to be the kind of game for him. Yeah. But I think you said earlier, didn't you? That he's not a physical, he's not a, he's not a kicker. You know, he's, not a, he, he's a creator of football, not a, a spoiler of football. And they certainly turned up last night to... I, I, when I use the word spoil, I mean spoil the flow of the game. You know, which, you know, I, if that's what they've got to do, it's what they've got to do. But that's what they turned up to do. And that's not matter, what matter does. Uh, and I, I thought it was interesting, you know, it was a game where Conte just... Kept the same side as usual, apart from Matic came in for Fabregas and William in for Pedro. Um, I thought Matic had a pretty good game. Yeah. I, I thought we started no. slowly. I thought our first 15 yeah. minutes we were under they, the they, they were a little bit up for it in the beginning, and yeah. I was a little bit worried. It was pushing too. They, were, they weren't letting us play at the back, but, were they? And no. that's always a clever move. That's yeah. the only clever move against us, is to put two up front and then keep chasing us down so we don't get the time and space to play it about. And then we had that little purple patch with Hazard's amazing run, the way he just skipped past about three players and they had saved it at the end. But it just... And then after that, we just seemed up for it and alive and ready to, you know... It was a, it was almost a shame when Herrera went off because we were looking so good and it, the football was brilliant. And I would have liked to have beaten them with 11 yeah. just so he didn't just have so there's no excuse. I yeah. know, oh, I prefer him to bleat about it. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had not. You want him in pain. <laughs> But I think that's where, if he's given, if Conte's given the big money, that's where he'll improve us as well. In that, where we've got Matic and Fabregas um, in there, really. I, I think, think he'll buy. Got to get a striker. He'll you've buy someone, someone. He'll buy someone tasty to go with Kante. Yeah. To put him in there that can, you know, that can defend a bit, but can go forward. And I think Matic has been all right this season. I think he's all right, but I think there are play- There's someone out there that could be. And there have been games where Fabregas has. Uh, those two together have been brilliant. You know, with him passing and Kante, you know, breaking up the play. Yeah, well, you know, I think you know Fabregas has been good this season. He's been all right. Anyway, well, <laughs> on, on that note, we better just cut to a commercial break. Bum 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 bum. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film, and gaming news, all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no. That's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes, people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your T-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And welcome back from our commercial break. What, no music this side of the commercial break? No, I've run out of tunes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know... It's a Judas! Ju- there you go. There you go. I knew you had it in you. So, I mean, the, the other thing... He wears a magic cat. <laughs> wears a magic cat? Oh, something like that. <laughs> that that's kind He's of got weird. a bundle on a stick. So what do you think of that? Hey, look at that. It's getting all musical <laughs> down here. Talking of which, you're not treading the boards anymore. No, I've retired from all that. I'll, so I'll go to Chelsea, watch Chelsea play a bit more. 
Uh, and, and have you had any time away from the boards and everything, the world? No, I'm not going into that. What well, I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any I've games? Been studying football. Okay. And what have you discovered? I've discovered that uh, Moses has, has he done his hamstring, Moses? I don't know. He was gr- he was holding his hamstring, you know. Oh, was he when he was going off? So I was a, I was a little bit concerned because what would they do? Put put Dave over that way. I guess, and Zuma will come in. When Dave got pushed forward yesterday, that was quite hilarious, wasn't it? His two shots. Yeah, I was trying to work out <laughs> if the second one was marginally better. <laughs> but it, it was it was an unsettled display. I thought yesterday. It, I I've, it, I found the whole thing quite frustrating to watch. Yeah, it was. You know, I mean, but I suppose the one thing after that initial period, you have to say, and I know we keep talking about it every week. But how good is Kante? No, exceptional. He, he's got better. I thought he could. I didn't think. I thought he was a good player, but I thought he lacked a bit of skill and a bit of, a bit of nous. But I'm wrong. He's got skill and he's got nous. Yeah, no, it's like Makaleli after three Weetabix. He's he's brilliant. Well, that's it. I mean, Frank Lampard on TV last yeah. night said. I was thinking he was like Makaleli, but actually he's got more to give. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a thing to say from yeah. somebody who played with Maka. And yeah. Know. I mean, he, he was just phenomenal last night. No, I mean, he was, there was, a, the, for me, the magic moment wasn't the goal, although, of course, he's going to be one of those players now. He, he only scores against United. But um, there was a moment where Fellaini tried to barge him off the ball. He'd done him, didn't he? Dan, and, Dan this and, by right. the byline. And it, he didn't even Didn't even shudder. move. He just, <clears throat> yeah, he just looked up at him and you could see him going, oh, And then got you. a crossing. Yeah, exactly. He's just an extraordinary player. So we should find out later today or tomorrow whether Harry Kane's in for the for the next round. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you know, that that's a thing in itself, isn't it? You know, Tottenham in the semis, the one team we've actually Yeah, the, I'd with. rather not have got. Yeah. But... You know, yeah. Without Harry Kane, it'd be better. Yeah. We owe them one, though. Really, they've played well against us twice. It won't happen three times. Yeah. Is my is my theory? Yeah. Oh, are we going for early predictions? What is it going to be? A five-one or? I something? think it's going to be a little bit more tasty. And we'll both be at home at Wembley. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Tottenham are shit at Wembley, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, they'll be, they'll be going. Oh no, not Wembley, not Chelsea, but. Um, but I must just read this out because... Um, we've is, it, had... is this the, the Atlanta, Chelsea yeah, this people? Is the Atlanta. Oh, good. <laughs> just so I remember, I got, I got, um, we got a, a message from Brenda from the Atlanta Blues, who I think are coming over to see Chelsea um, against Crystal Palace in a few weeks. Um, and this is a little plug for an event over there. So hello, Atlanta Blues. Well done. Keep it going. Um, ATL SoccerCon is a yearly gathering of Atlanta soccer fans to celebrate the beautiful game. The event will showcase vendors, teams and supporter groups for Atlanta United and international club teams. Atlanta United, maybe they could become our second team. Um, Also, there will be huge jersey collections on display, scarf trading, jersey swaps. Soccer skill games, table games of Sabutio. Ooh, can't go wrong with a bit of Sabutio. A featured panel discussion and more. And a beer garden. Few, I was getting worried there's going to be no and beer. And for uh, English people, jerseys are just football shirts. Yes, that's Just right. football they, shirts. They are, I didn't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, and the beer garden will feature local Atlanta beers. Their Twitter feed is at ATL Soccer Con. 
And uh, yeah, you can find the Atlanta Blues. I think they're at Atlanta You've Blues. You've been to Atlanta? Sorry? Amazing place. Yeah I, I, yeah, I supported the Atlanta Braves for about 70 I'm, minutes. I'm half tempted to get on a plane for that. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. The, so I, I, want a, I want a jersey. You want a jersey? <laughs> I want a jersey. Oh, okay. Atlanta Blues. A jersey Blues. and a beer. A jersey and a beer and I'm happy. <laughs> Maybe when the Atlanta Blues come over before Palace, we can meet them and they'll bring the jerseys. Um, yeah, this is where we get no reply from. <laughs> but no, it'd be nice to see you if you come over. It'd be great to meet you. And thanks all of you in Atlanta who listen to the show. Anyway, back to the game. So, what, what, yeah, what, what do you said think? Enough about said that enough Man about Man United game. Okay, well, we're coming up to then Stoke. Stoke this weekend. Yeah. Stoke. Well, they're a funny mob, aren't they, Stoke? <laughs> you don't know what... We are talking about the team, right? The team, or just everyone in Stoke? No, everybody in Stoke. Oh, yeah, no, you're quite no, no, right. No, no, Stoke are a funny mob, aren't they? They are, and it's a hell of an atmosphere, usually. But the thing is, I've every game, like, that we play away, I'll go, oh, this is the one where we, you know, we get found out. But we're too good for that. Mm. And um, I'm starting to get faith. Now. Bill! I oh, know, I get worried, you know. Uh, oh, I was all worried at West Ham. Is this a bad I, omen? This could be a bad omen. Was, Go back to being shaky. Phil is confident. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard this I got shaky time. at West Ham. I started worrying and then... <laughs> <laughs> You're getting all nervous. But luckily for us, the rest of the teams are pretty crap, aren't they? They can't, they can't string more yeah. than two results together. It's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, it's like Man City dropping the point against yeah. Stoke. Yeah, because we're now a solid, <laughs> solid ten points, aren't we? Yeah, solid ten points. The well, no, no games in hand. Well, no you nothing. know the big, the problem against Stoke will be only Peter, it'll be Peter Crouch. Yeah, hmm. won't as it? Always, as he always, comes on and causes a problem. It, you know, if ever there's a team that's going to do what we thought West Ham would do, it's got to be Stoke. They'll they'll chuck it into that back post and. See if he and can... I think, you know, if Hazard keeps his form, I think, you know, he's going to do something in that game and Pedro will do something in that game because he's playing well that will score us a goal, you know. And if Costas can be bothered and they ain't got a sort of Argentinian, we've got Shawcross, they're sort of mighty <laughs> mighty English oaks at the back, isn't it, at, uh, at Stoke? <laughs> well, it is. I mean, it is. It's one of those games where... If he's if he's starting to deviate and he's he's changed over the last weeks Costa a few weeks Costa, I think he's not quite fit and I think he's now looking at other things to do mm. as opposed to football. <laughs> <laughs> well, eyeballs, <laughs> yeah, hair exactly. pulling, yeah. armpit hair pulling, anything. Defenders, you yeah, know. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff going There's on. There's a lot of the diving. There was a lot of diving yesterday. Yeah, rolling, rolling around. around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for no me. apparent yeah. reason as well. That one in the penalty area where he went up with De Gea. It was, back to, it was back to last season's Costa last night. It was, <sighs> a, bit, it was a bit. And that must be his first yellow card for God knows how many yeah. games. It's but he, kept, he keeps them. He keeps that. He kept Smalling and that Rojo occupied, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. You know, so yeah, you'd hope that he gets back to just worrying about the football again because yeah. he's a much better player when he ain't having a fight. We yeah. definitely <laughs> need uh, someone else to be pushing him for a place. Yeah, I mean, again, I'd, I'd say you know, I feel really sorry for Batchway because we don't know anything about him. I have absolutely no opinion about. Apparently, him. he struggles with the system. Right. I mean, saying that, you know, when we have seen him play a little bit earlier on in the season, I thought his movement around the ball was great, but he had a couple of really weak shots. I can't remember which game it was. It, you know, it was, but his movement was great. He seemed to get 
the one thing he did seem to get was the system. So I'm not sure. There's no time to prove yourself, is there, these days? Because if you're top of the league, you've got to keep top of the league, haven't you? And you can't. You can't have passengers. Well, but then you look. You look at what a season can do. You know, if you'd have told us a year ago that in a year's time Pedro would be one of our most and Moses, yeah. Well, Moses, you kind of you given up. You know, yeah. He was just. I'm pretty sure on the first the first podcast of the season, I ranted about Moses coming back. Yeah, and I think I was telling you, listen to me. (laughs) At least those two, Pedro. You know, had played for Barcelona. And, you know, had come on and done done something. Moses had, had quite a career. I mean, at Wigan, when we first bought him, he was kind of a tasty winger. He was... He was well, he was great at Palace, which is where you he know, started. So both of them have got a little bit of pedigree where this fella has done or it where... Or Pedro Gris. Oh, See what I did no. there? Oh, classic. It won't be the title, mate. <laughs> OK, I'm always looking for the title. But, uh, but no, you're right. I mean, they, they do have pedigree, but... I also think Pedro, you thought he's kind of not going to make it. But one year on, and that's it. A bit of time. That team last season under Mourinho, you would have thought none of them were going to make it at one point. I yeah, mean, they exactly. all The misery on that pitch was just it, definite. It was horrible. Yeah, it well, was. third year, was it? Because uh, next year will be his interim year at United, won't it? It'll be his second year next year. Marino. That's right. And then third year, everyone will hate him. Uh, and then, you know. <laughs> well, we'll or is see. he there forever? Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. He keeps saying that. Try, you know, I want to stay here for a he long said that, He said that at Chelsea as well. well look, when he, he has came back. to say it, doesn't he? You know, He's not a statesman, is he? No. He's a winner. <laughs> No, he could actually, in fact, he could actually get in the Tory party with his lack of statesmanship, <laughs> you know, because he's pretty brazen about what he does. Yeah. But that's another matter. So, yeah, Stoke, um, I think we will see probably uh, back to strength. Um, I think he might keep Matic, but I think Pedro will come in. Pedro yeah. will come in for William, I think. And I think, well, he could play Matic, couldn't he? Yeah, I think be a bit just to be a bit tougher yeah and then just bring, the bring uh, Fabregas on after an hour and if Moses is injured you put what you bring Dave the, Dave to there the and, wing back and then Zuma and Zuma in mm. yeah how are you feeling about Zuma coming on last night you, you're not he worries me he yeah. worries me big time but maybe I'm wrong you know it's just the way he the way he attacks everything <laughs> it looks like you know he's going to flatten the bloke you break his leg. He's always looked clumsy, but he's always done a great job. Yeah, but I think I just, he's better I, than I, you know. I think but he does, he, do, he does look clumsy, but he just seems to do it right. But It's I, always I, by the skin of his teeth to me. I think, I think Conte will be looking for a real defensive general, a real, a real catch in the off-season. I think he really will. I think he wants someone of note that, to marshal that defence. Be interesting. I've got no idea what Conte wants. All we know is that wherever he's gone, Conte deals with what he's got and turns him into something else. Maybe, you know, he, he'll see, you know, because you could look at it and you could go, no matter what happens, you know, this side has done what it's done. But who would the weaker players be? Would it be Alonso? Would it be Moses? Would it be, you know, Zuma or one of those people? Would he, you know, will he just go, no, I'm going to go and spend 40 million on him 
40 million I think there'll him. be a bit of both. But I, I tell you what, it does seem to me at the moment, it seems to be bloody hard to buy anyone. <laughs> no one wants to let go of anyone. Anyone's, everyone seems to be slapping on that 90 million clauses on. And, you know, it seems really hard to be buying top players anymore. Yeah, it's Arsenal who needs centre-halves, isn't it? Not Arsenal. Well, Arsenal needs some footballers <laughs> that can actually... But bother. they've got that Christian will come back. I mean, there's people like... Yeah, that, I think he looks good. That might yeah. be... That, you know, might save us a few quid in the long run. I mean, Louise has had a good, good season. and yeah, brilliant. You know. Really good. Very, you know, he, he does what's his perfect position for him, marshalling it all, you know. Um, Cahill, you know, he keeps proving every, you know. He's had a, he, be, he's had a better he season keeps doing than he's done it. for a couple I love of years. Gary Cahill. I hate the fact he gets coated by people at times. It's just because he t- does a little, he tries to do a bit of fancy yeah. footwork, <laughs> isn't it? But he's actually really Hanging good out with the, the Brazilians. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bit brave. <laughs> but he does actually get a good shot away in the penalty yeah. area. Yeah, no, he's yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I like Gary Cahill. And he's kind of, you know, he's one of those players, you know, when you think, when he came along to us, he was at Bolton facing relegation. Suddenly he's Champions League winner and things. You know, quite incredible. How yeah. uh, the so things was changed Daniel Sturridge. What's happened to him? Is he injured again? No, or is he just lost interest? But I think, not that I, I care. I think Arsenal were thinking about taking him. It's per- <laughs> he's actually a, per- he's a perfect buy yeah, for Arsenal. because he's injury prone. <laughs> injury prone. He'll spend, he'll spend three quarters of the season in the stands watching, him, moaning him, about Wenger. Yeah, perfect the, fit. Yeah, they'll play 4-4-2, him and Welbeck up front uh, or not. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Stoke, uh, tough game. What do we think our prediction is going to be? One to Stoke, two to Chelsea. One to Three one, three one. I'm going to go for two nil Chelsea. That's what I think. You're never right though. Excuse me, my percentage is up somewhere near twenty or twenty (laughs) two (laughs) percent, which is pretty high for me. Um, So I guess that's about it. That's about it. We only have the one game to talk about and the one coming up. So and who's after that? Sorry, Palace on a Saturday is it? Yeah, yeah. Which is two. It was an England match in between, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not even sure we'll be here. (laughs) I'm not even sure we'll be here next. Apparently Henderson's not fit for it. (laughs) Well, on that very sad news, which we've brought to you exclusively, I suppose we better say cheerio. And good night. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.